Good afternoon, my brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Today, the sun is shining. It's a beautiful day. God, allow us to get up to raise our hands and lift our voice and give him praise, honor, and glory. Uh, today, I will be sharing a wonderful podcast to you to encourage you on this day, letting you know that God has everything under control, no matter what it looks nor feels like. And again, share this podcast with those who you know, share with those who you don't know. Just hit in your messenger and just say, hey, share this, listen to this, listen to this wonderful word and become a member. Please become an established audience to so we can increase God's word and make sure that God's words reaches every avenue that it can. So on today, we're going to read from the book of Acts chapter 16 verses 25 through 34. And it reads, oh, I'm just going to tell you, be, get ready, hold, put your seatbelt on. God got something awesome for us on this day. So it's going to start with Acts chapter 16, verses 25 through 34. And it reads, and at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone bands were loose. And the keeper of the prison awakening out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out the sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been or fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice saying, do thyself no harm, for we all are here. Then he called for a light and sprang in and trembled, or trembling, and fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved and thy house. And they spoke unto him the word of the Lord and to all that were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes and was baptized. And he and all of his straight away. And when he had brought them into his house, he set meat before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all his house. Amen. In order for us to get a better understanding of why we're he, here or at this climax is to read at the very beginning of chapter 16. So in order to understand how we got here, it says that when they re came into the city, Paul and Silas, as they was walking around, there was a woman who was a fortune teller. Uh, she made her owners great money. Oh my gosh. She made them great monies in telling, foretelling stories and people was paying for this. But when she saw Paul and Silas, everywhere she they went, she said that these are men of God. They're coming to teach the word of God. They're coming to pray for the God. Everywhere they went. They, and she did this for several days. 
as Paul and Silas walked. But this particular day, this particular moment, Paul got kind of annoyed by her. And she walked in behind them and saying these things on this particular day. And so Paul turned around and said to her, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. And the spirit left. But guess what? The owners, they was upset because she didn't have that spirit anymore that can foretell. And they, the most important thing was they couldn't make no more money off of her. So, you know, they was upset, very angry. And so when they saw Paul and Silas, they dragged them to the marketplace, mother, where the magistrates and people gather. And so these men come violating, trying to advocate this doctrine that we don't care for and we don't need it. And we are Jews, meaning that they're not Jews themselves, but we all knew that they were. And they began to get upset. And the magistrate said, beat them and send them to jail. How dare they? They beat them. They flogged them and, and they was taken to the prison. But the prison guard who was watching over them, they said, you watch them carefully. And so he took them and put them in an inner cell and fastened their feet with the chain and locked them in there. Mm-hmm. But what the chapter, the verse we got on, they said that Paul and Silas were singing, my God, singing praises to God. So that's how we got here to this chapter. And you're wondering, what is it that she's trying to tell us? So today I'm going to share with you and give you words of comfort saying a release is coming. A release is coming. What have you bound on this day where you can't move? Or when you do try to move, it snatches you right back. What have you wounded? (laughs) And what have you nursing your scars? You can't see past your broken relationship. You can't see past those things that cause you discomfort. (laughs) Your children is not listening to you. They telling you what to do. They taking your money. While you asleep. Telling you to bring your car back within the hour because they have something to do. What have you bound with chains fastening at your feet where there's no way to escape? What about that man that you've been seeing? He claimed that he loves you, but he only sees you on the weekend. He said, I'm going to leave my wife. But it's complicated. (laughs) We have kids and she needs me. (laughs) It's been three years, five months, two weeks, two days and three hours. And he still didn't divorce her. (laughs) But now you see him with another woman (laughs) and that's not his wife. 
What have you bound with chains on your feet that there's nowhere to hide? Your addiction is just getting the best of you and it's getting worse. You say I'm a functioning alcoholic, but your entire house is terrified because you have three arrests and you on probation and your license is suspended and your car was towed away. But you said, I'm going to have one more drink. This is going to be my last drink. I ain't going to do nothing. And you got into someone's car and you hit another person. Now you paralyzed from the waist down. You know it's better. You know it's a God who can heal you everywhere you hurt. God wants to loose you suddenly, immediately, and he wants to open the doors I said doors, poor, meaning more than one, and loose you to set you free. God said in Jeremiah 29, 11, God created you for good and not of evil to give you an expected end. He said before he even put you in your mother's belly, he started putting the things in you that he desired you to have. <laughs> Once he formulated and put you together, he put you in the mother's belly so she can carry you for nine months. God wants to awaken your spirit that has been hurt. God wants to awaken your spirit that when they forgot all about you, <laughs> when you was doing well and living high, but then you began to live low. They didn't want nothing to do with you. They label you as a useless nobody. A troublemaker. Every time you come around, you got something negative to say. Everybody knows you as an addict. But God said he still wants to awaken your spirit. You're homeless and walking up and down the street and people looking at you through the curtains and the windows trying to see if you're going to knock on their doors. It was deemed that you would never have any money. So you began to sell your body on the street as a prostitute. But God still said he wants to awaken your spirit. Now you somebody mistress and side chick because you always felt you couldn't get a man or a woman on your own. Now they label you as being an abuser of a child, a man, and a woman. But God said he still wants to awaken your spirit. <laughs> they label you as a thief, a liar. They said you couldn't tell the truth if they paid you to tell the truth. 
God said he still wants to awaken the spirit of the deacon of the church. Uh, He has some skeletons in his closet that he don't want you to understand. Uh, He still wants to awaken that pastor who walks around like he knows everything there is. Uh, But he got five other women at this church. Two other women that live in California and three other women who live in Florida. But he He's standing there trying to teach you the word of God. But God said, I still need to awaken his spirit. God said that he's trying to come to the elder of the church who thinks that he's entitled or she's entitled. God said, I still want to awaken the spirit of that church choir member. Who thinks that she has or he has the only voice that God knows. God said he still wants to awaken the spirit of the usher of the church. Because they think it belongs to them. He said I still want to awaken the treasure of the church. Because they act like that money belongs to them. God said he still want to awaken the spirit of the foul mouth person who never have nothing good that comes out of it. God said he still want to awaken the spirit of that person who was deemed a ratchet, ghetto, calling themselves a boss chick, a boss lady, a hustler. But they got to understand that these are things that Beyonce and Jay-Z and Offset and Megan and Stalin just put up this mask in front of you. Because they are business people, entrepreneurs, and they're monopolizing your money to make them richer. God say he won't awaken the spirit of the woman and the girl, the boy who's cutting at themselves because they have so much hurt and pain. He said he still wanted to awaken the spirit of that drunkenness that you have, that you're trying to forget everything that ever happened to you as a child, a boy, or a girl. So now God is saying, no more woe is me. No more trying to draw the sword to take your life. You trying to figure out what? Yes, I'm telling you, God has something better for you. Do you believe it? No matter what they say, God has the final say. You belong to him. He's ready for you to get back in position. He's ready to dust you off. And making you better. He's ready to dust your past away. He's ready to dust off the haters. He's ready to dust off the naysayers. It only matters what God says about you. God said he created you in his image. He made you beautifully. And he was satisfied. First Timothy 4 and 4 say every creation of God is good. God said he has plans for you. Seek him while he's near. While you can find him. He's very near. How can I get to this Jesus? That's what you're asking. What can I do? Do I need to clean myself up? Do I need to start 
to act right. Do I need to look right? Do I need to fix my bundles? Do I need to get a new unit or a wig? No, ma'am, no, sir. God said, all you have to do is this. It's to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. That's all he said he's requiring of you. That's it. But that's it. He just asked you that. God said, if I believe it, and that's settles it. But God said, I'm not just going to stop with you. No, not just with you. I'm going to save your entire family. I'm going to save everyone that is connected to you is that simple so get ready are you ready for the great release (laughs) are you ready for the great release that God is getting ready to do for you are you ready God is ready he said he's ready to release his favor on your life but are you ready to receive it God said, I'm ready to release favor on your house, favor on your job. He said, I'm ready to release favor for your new business development. I'm ready to release favor for your new car. I'm ready to release favor for your new car dealership. I'm ready to release favor for your new house, your new home. I'm ready to release favor for your promotion. I'm ready to release you to the things that you know not of. I'm ready to release you to give you power because I am God. God said he's a good God and he created us. There's a song called A Good God. Uh, it says he's our creator. A way maker. He's the light that brightens the darkness. It's your love alone that leaves us speechless, Lord. So he said, get ready for the great release. He releasing it back to you. You just have to be ready to receive it. He said, there's nothing too big or too small that you have done that he cannot allow you to come to him. Come to me. He said it. That is heavy burden, burden down. What chains have you? He said, I'll release you immediately and suddenly so you can walk out the jailer so you can go back to seek my mission so you can go out and give those to God so you can go out to release his spirit so you can save your whole entire house and every person that is connected to you the release is here the release is here allow God to do the work just receive it so my brothers and sisters on today receive the release God is ready and able to do great things even more abundantly. Trust in God and his unchanging hand. It is us who change, but God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. All he asking us is just to accept who he is and what he can do. 
So just like the jailer, his family was saved and every person he came in contact with. It was just that simple. They beat them. They flogged them. They did everything they could and put them in jail. But the very man who arrested them, he helped clean their wounds, took them to their house and fed him, saved him and his whole house. So let it go and release and allow God to change your mind, your heart and his soul. It begins with him. So my brothers and sisters, be encouraged on today. Go in peace. Love on each other. Help God direct. Until we meet again, let the great release take place in your life. Share this podcast. Give it out. Give it to some people that you have not given it to. I know you've given it to the same people, but give it to someone else that you know need this word. God have given you the power and the strength to go evangelize to his people. That's how we're connecting every lost soul. So remember, give it to someone new that you have not given this word to. Until we meet again, have a great day. Amen.